Hey, 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 welcome back to Chew the Bible. We're almost done with Ezekiel. We're in Ezekiel 43. And I just realized I forgot to read our little memory verse for the week. Ezekiel 36, verse 26. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh or a heart that is malleable. A heart. Can easily be molded by the Lord. Saw soft heart. All right. We are once again the New King James Version. Your boy is sleepy. Ezekiel 43. The temple, the Lord's dwelling place. Afterward, he brought me to the gate, the gate that faces toward the east. And behold, the glory of God, of the God of Israel, came from the way of the east. His voice was like the sound of many waters, and the earth shone with his glory. It was like the appearance of the vision which I saw, like the vision which I saw when I came to destroy the city. The visions were like the vision which I saw by the river Chabar, and I fell on my face. And the glory of the Lord came into the temple by way of the gate which faces toward the east. The Spirit lifted me up and brought me into the inner court, and behold, the glory of the Lord filled the temple. And I heard him speaking to me from the temple while a man stood beside me. And he said to me, Son of man, this is the place of my throne and the place, the soles of my feet, where I will dwell in the midst of the children of Israel forever. No more shall the house of Israel defile my holy name. They nor their kings by their harlotry or with the carcasses of their kings on their high places. When they set their threshold by my threshold and their doorstep post by my doorpost with a wall between them and me, with a wall between them and me, they defile my holy name by the abominations which they committed. Therefore, I have consumed them in my anger. Now, let them put their hollow tree and the carcasses of their kings far away from me, and I will dwell in their midst forever. Son of man, describe the temple to the house of Israel that they may be ashamed of their iniquities and let them measure the pattern. And if they are ashamed of all that they have done, make known to them the design of the temple and its agreement, my bad, its arrangement, its exits and its entrances, its entire design and all its ordinances, all its forms and all its laws. Write it down in their sight so that they may keep its whole design and all its ordinances and perform them. Write it down in their sight so that they may keep its whole design and all its ordinances and perform them. Verse 12, this is the law of the temple. The whole area surrounding the mountaintop is most holy. Behold, this is the law of the temple. Dimensions of the altar. These are the measurements of the altar in cubits. The cubit is one cubit and a hand breadth. The base one cubit high and one cubit wide with the rim all around its edge of one span this is the height of the altar from the base of the ground to the lower edge lower ledge two cubits the width of the ledge one cubit from the smaller ledge to the larger ledge four cubits and the width of the ledger of the ledge one cubit the altar hearth is four cubits high with four horns extending upward from the hearth the altar Hearth is 12 cubits long, 12 wide, square as its four corners. The ledge 14 cubits long and 14 wide on its four sides with a rim of half with a rim of a half a cubit around it, its base one cubit all around, and its steps face toward the east, consecrating to the altar. 
And he said to me, Son of man, thus says the Lord God, these are the ordinances for the altar on the day when it is made for sacrifice and burnt offerings on it and for sprinkling blood on it. You shall give a young bull for a sin offering to the priests of the Levites who are the seed of Zadok, who approach me to minister to me, says the Lord God. You shall take some of its blood and put it on the floor, four horns of the altar, on the four corners of the ledge and on the rim around it. Thus you shall cleanse it and make atonement for it. Then you shall also take the bull of the sin offering and burn it in the appointed place of the temple outside the sanctuary. On the second day, you shall offer a kid of the goats without blemish for a sin offering, and they shall cleanse the altar as they cleansed it with the bull. When you have finished cleansing it, cleansing it, you shall offer a young bull without blemish and a ram from the flock without blemish. When you offer them before the Lord, the priest shall throw salt on them, and they will offer them up as a burnt offering to the Lord. Every day for seven days you shall prepare a goat for a sin offering. They shall also prepare a young bull and a ram from the flock, with both without blemish. Seven days... Seven days, seven days, they shall make atonement for the altar and purify it, and so consecrate it. When these days are over, it shall be on the eighth day, the day of new beginnings, and thereafter that the priest shall offer your burnt offerings and your peace offerings on the altar, and I will accept you, says the Lord God. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark, or veered off the path, and fallen short of the glory of God, or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us, or showed his love toward us, in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.